what's happening, man? It's your boy 911. Get back to the sports a little bit, man. Well, week one of football has officially come to an end. So, I'll give y'all my opinion on what I've seen throughout the NFL through week one. Just the notice, notable games. We're not going to touch on everything. But, um, Josh Allen with the Bills. Man, shout out. I ain't see that coming from you. But uh, I, I think that boy might step into having a big year. Uh, Lamar. Man, picking up right where he left off. MVP race in full effect. Week one out the gate. Jack Rabbit Jacks. <laughs> boy, that fast is all I know. You got uh, Cam Newton. Man, it wasn't just no blowout performance or nothing like that, but um, he got him a W going out there with uh, New England. I am worried about him taking all those hits, though, man. That's what put him in the predicament he was in in the first place. Because um, I know he's a big, physical, imposing figure, but the guys that hitting him have those same attributes. And coming off major shoulder and ankle injuries and stuff like that, it would behoove you, like they say in church. <laughs> Not to go down that route, man, taking on linebackers, linemen, and stuff like that. But I know it's, you know, he he got a great attitude with how he walking into this season, you know. Whatever it takes to win. That's a great mentality to have, but you don't want that to be at your at your expense. At the expense of your health. But as a competitor, man, I mean I don't think you can doubt Cam's competitive nature. Only time I had a question about it was, you know, the little blunder in the Super Bowl. But hey, that's a moment, man. I'm not going to hold that against that guy forever. But um, I would have liked to seen a little bit more effort in a game that big. I can see if that was week two or preseason, second quarter. But, man, that's a Super Bowl. That's like a bag of money laying on the field. You can't just... Uh, you can't just put no half-ass effort into nothing like that when the game on the line. But... Like I said, that was a moment, man. I know that guy there's a hell of a competitor. Always have been. And it's like he's come back with vengeance since he's been out. You know, we saw him all saw him working out with the gospel videos and all that. I'm like, yeah. A boy on a mission. Um Pat Mahomes. What can I say about him, man? It hadn't already been said in the superlative you could think about. It's already been bestowed on that young man. I mean, Arm talent off the charts, and picked up my guy from uh from LSU. That was he left. He got in there and put in work, put up numbers right quick. That's what LSU do though, man. We we put we put prospects in the league that's gonna immediately come in and contribute to your team. SEC, I don't care what nobody says, the hardest hardest conference in college football, man. Closest thing you can get to. NFL competition while you're in college. You got a couple, you know, other school Ohio's and you know your um, Florida's and uh, not the Florida's, but uh, uh, what's the other team? Nebraska's and Michigan's. You know, you got teams like that. They got programs, man. But you know, the South reigns supreme when it comes to that pig skin. I don't think anybody want to debate that. 
We give y'all basketball, but when it's time to get rugged, get rough, you better come down to that south, man. Let them swamp boys get at you. So, uh, with that being said, like I say, Kansas City, they're going to be Kansas City. But let's transition into another LSU guy, Joe Burrow. Didn't pick up the win, but I think he did put the league on notice. Y'all better beware, man. That guy, that's going to be a problem. I mean, his comfort level, and trust me, I'm not one to get overzealous about one game or one year because me, I always say once that film is out on you and they take away what you like to do, that's what I see what type of prospect you're going to end up being or what your career could uh, end up going like. But with that being said, I'm just looking at him going through his progressions, going through his read, first, second, third read. At the level he was doing it, as a rookie, that's scary, man. That's scary. So, um, man, Cincinnati is one I might put my eyes on a, a little bit harder now, especially when, you know, I rock with LSU. That's my college squad. You know, I'm a Louisiana native, so they got my dog there, man. We adopted Joe, so, you know, he won us. So I'm going to be putting be putting a little extra eyes on the guy, making sure, you know, he, he living up the expectations out there in Ohio, Cincinnati. But, uh, man, I expect big things from Joe Burrow, man. get to uh, New Orleans and Tampa Bay. As I mentioned in one of my previous podcasts, man, uh, I don't know what people thought that was or thought this was, but like I said, I'm not a Saints fan. Louisiana native, but I ripped them boys and I'm going to get on them too. I can't wait to talk about them. But um, you're not coming to the NFC South just running over Drew Brees. You've been doing it too long. Know the division. Know the ins and outs. Comfortable though. It's my house. Probably was going on in Drew Head when he saw Tom ink that contract and they had them week one. So, um, Tom Brady, he looked like a guy in a new system. Trying to learn his pieces, guys, him and Mike Evans not on the same page. You know, just drops or not even. Uh, on the same page with routes, uh, stuff of that nature, or underthrown balls. He just looked like a guy that was in a new system, which you would expect to see. Drew, he looked like Drew, but uh, second half, the offense for the Saints sputtered as well. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how both of those teams uh, push moving forward. But um, I do think I will say this. The second meeting will be much different. Once Tom Brady is more comfortable with that system and, you know, his teammates and they build more of a rapport, I think the second game of the season will be totally different. But I knew Drew was going to get him out the gate. Like, it was no way he was going to let Tom Brady come in there week one and be terrific Tom on his home field in New Orleans, in the Dome. Like, nah. I wasn't buying that. Wasn't buying it. 
who I'm missing. I'm trying to think if there's anybody I need to get. Tyrod Taylor. Man, shout out Tyrod Taylor. Picked him up one. And who would the thump? The Redskins would be number one in division. Wayne Haskins after week one. But yet here we are. The Redskins leading the division. Now, to my squad. The Dallas Cowboys. Again, new system. Not so much. I'm not so much leaning on that because I seen some of the same plays. Seen the same results. We only put up 17 points. So um what I'm asking myself now is what type of franchise do we want to be, man? Like you can see um But you got to use the Patriots for an example. These guys have people on the roster that you've never heard of their school, don't know them, can't find them on a highlight reel, and they're competing for Super Bowls every year, year in, year out. And yet, my Dallas Cowboys, we get a nice free agent sign that we get excited about. We draft somebody, uh, we get hype about. And we end up 500. Like, come on, man. Like, it's getting ridiculous at this point. Like, it's too many people relishing the fact that you know that we're struggling. Just in my lifetime, I like to see them boys change that up one more real. Give me one more before I go. But the 8-8, eight and eight, the 500 ball, man, we're going to have to really shake out of that, man. And just change the narrative around our ball club. Losing big games. Ah, I don't know. It's hard to talk about it. Dak, behind you 100%, man. That was some bullshit Skill Bayless did with uh, touching on your mental health and all that, man. I take that very serious, man. But, uh... We got your back with that, man. We, we we pulling for you, man, but we need to see something this year, man. I know you did your one-year franchise deal, man, so I'm hoping you go out there and ball out, get a long-term deal, but we got all the pieces. We got all the weapons, defense holding teams with offensive weapons look like at bay. So, man, they're isolating you, man. We, we need to see what's up, man. Are you the fix? Are you long-term? Are you fixing flat? Or are you what we need? Like I said, I got your jersey, so you know I'm rocking with you. I'm pulling for you, but, man, we're at a point of desperation in Cowboys Nation, man. We just want to have something to hang our hat on that feel like it's, it's, it's got some substance to it, some meat on that bone. It's week one, though, man. I don't want to get over-hyped about it or over-critical about what I've seen. Because, I did, like I said, I did see some things I like. Seen some things I didn't like. But uh, I'm optimistic, man. I'm not going to jump off the ship yet, man. Even though, like, 
it's hard, man, because you got to listen to everybody for a week in football. It's not like basketball, baseball, next night you got a game and you can get to run it back and talk a little noise to somebody else. Like, you got a whole week of people texting, calling, posting memes. And what's crazy about the Cowboy thing is that some of their teams be losing too. But they're more concerned with the Cowboys and know our stats and know our players. That's always been amusing to me. I've never been able to figure that out. That's crazy to me. You hate the Cowboys, but you know what happened on second down in the third quarter with 722 left. Like, so are you watching us all? Like, I don't get it. But um, speaking of underwhelming performances and weapons, Mr. Mayfield, you're on the clock, sir. I don't know if you could ask for a better situation if you're a quarterback with the type of weapons he has. And Baker has the type of personality where he got all us fool. He had us fool. Like, I'm looking at him at OU. I'm like, oh. I'm seeing the direction NFL going in with the mobile quarterbacks. And I'm looking at him, looking at his accuracy, his swag. I'm like, he looks the part of a winner. He hadn't won much. So, um, you're on the clock, sir. Way too many weapons over there for you to be struggling and be so pedestrian as you've been the last couple years. Like, you're another quarterback where they've pretty much isolated all the issues around you to zero in on you. Microscope is on you, sir. What will you do? You had to shit to get off the pot, baby. Shout out Phillip Rivers, man. Another new face in a different place. So it was a lot of interesting things in uh, football week one, man. I think this season here is going to be a good one. I always preface myself by saying uh, if we can get through this season. But, um. It's a lot of good ball that I've seen, and I'm interested to see how some of these teams going to develop and how their roster going to unfold. Seeing some injuries, too. We got kind of snake bit out the gate. Man, that's football, full contact sport. And that goes back again to what I be saying about like teams like the Patriots and guys that plug guys in. No excuse. If you're on the field, if you're on the roster, and you hold that position down, you're expected to perform. And that's just what that is. No-nonsense type coaches. So, we're just going to have to do what we need to do as far as our injuries and get those shored up. And hopefully, you know, those guys, especially Vanderish, man, I know he's had a lot of problems with that neck area and collarbones and stuff like that, man. That's a very tough injury. Very tough injury. For him or for anybody when you're dealing with your neck, spinal cords, all that type stuff, man. I never like to see any players, and I'm not one of those people that get on and talk reckless and, man, I'm glad somebody, no, you know, never be glad of, uh, whether it's competition or not, I'll never relish in somebody getting hurt. Like I say, I actually played the sport, I played football, I know how dangerous that game is. Every play could be somebody's last play, so. You'll never hear me 
leaning on somebody being injured for us to get a win or for any team to get a win. Or even if it's players I don't too much agree with their off-the-field antics or their attitude or views, I'll never be one of those guys that'll celebrate somebody getting hurt on. And look at that as a good thing, man. You got to be a pretty, pretty low human being, man, to take that route with anything because I've seen it done. I've seen it done to Cowboy play. Oh, I'm glad he heard him. Nah, man, that ain't cool. Sometimes we get the uh, get the impression these guys are just there for our entertainment, and then they're not real people. When these guys have families and kids and friends that, after they leave that field, after they leave practice, they want to see them in good health. They want to see them walking around and. Not with pins in them or slumped over and all that, man. That football is a very dangerous game, man. So any conversation them boys get is well-deserved. It's very demanding, very demanding. So we just going to see which direction, man, this, uh, this year takes us. Hopefully they get to uh, finish it out. Again, my squad always won, always won. I hope your squad started off a little better. There's no misery with company with me. But y'all know I'm really hot about that, man. I hate to, I hate to start off on one, cause like I say, man, it's, it takes so long in a f- football season to get your next game. That week just seems like forever, especially after a loss. You gotta listen to all this. Noise from the outside, man, and just just try to block it out, man. It's all that work. They leave you notes and all that stuff, but it's all good, man. Two teams playing, only one can win. So, and a lot of y'all fan bases, I know y'all like to tease the Cowboys. Oh, it's been such and such years since y'all won a Super Bowl, but only one team wins every year. So, if your team only has one or haven't won any, it's been a while since they won too. So you might want to think about that and humble yourself. Like I always say, man, it's luck over legacy. Or legacy over luck. <laughs> Somebody won a lottery one time, you wouldn't ask them for tips. You'll be like, oh, they got lucky. But if someone won a lottery six times, you'll be like, hey, man, what's your process? How you do that to pick the winning number? So you got one Super Bowl or less. You're just a lucky team that finally won one. So have a little respect for those legacy franchises that got three and more. Patriots, Cowboys, Steelers. Man, show a little respect to those squads, man. I know y'all don't want to, but you don't even belong in conversations talking noise and you only got one piece of jewelry. Just my take. AVG Podcast, man. Always visualize your goals. After you do that, make sure you accomplish those visualized goals. 9-11, gone.